In the Gospel of Mark, in chapter 10, starting at verse 32, Jesus says that the Son of Man is going to be handed over to the chief priests. Good morning, Christian America. That's right. That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about Jesus' prediction of the passion, of his passion that he's going to have to enter into. The destiny that's been laid out for Jesus in advance by, by his Father that he may fulfill. He's going to have to follow through. He does, and he does it for us. But let's hear what he has to say today uh, as we get into the Word of God this morning. So without further ado, good morning, Christian America. All right, and good morning, America. Happy Monday to you. Uh, here, as always, representing the Christian American revitalization effort where we seek to revitalize the Christian faith across our nation. It's so important that we spread God's message. It's so important that we understand the Word of God, that we read it, that we hear it, that we contemplate it, that we meditate on it. And, and, if, and if you're not doing that, if, if, you're gonna, if we're going to continue to keep our knowledge of God in this kind of third grade level of, of education and, and information, then we're doing a disservice to ourselves. We're doing a disservice to our community. We're doing a disservice to our family. We're doing a disservice to our country. We need to go deeper into the word of God. It's, it's through the word of God that we gain wisdom, that we gain understanding, that we can truly find the reason that we believe these things, why these things are true. It, it's, it's nice to say, oh, I go on faith alone and I'll let somebody else do the work. But when it comes to your individual salvation, when it comes to your relationship with God, if you don't know what he said, if you don't know his commandments, if you don't know why he came and why he did what he did, then, then we're lost. Then you're lost and you could be easily led astray. So that's one of the main goals of, of this podcast is to provide you with scripture. Every Monday we come to you and we bring it to you verbatim. I'm going to show it to you. We're going to read it to you. We go in context. So we don't want to take anything out of context. We want to provide you with the word of God in exactly the form that it is given. So that we aren't led astray by others. So that we aren't manipulated into following uh, something that, that doesn't exist or that God doesn't provide us or that Jesus doesn't say. It's that important because it's the most important thing of, in our lives is, is our faith. And if we lose it or if we're led astray, um, even if it's not because of ourselves, even if we are duped, even if we are manipulated, even if we are lied to by, by leaders in our own communities or leaders in our own congregations, it's still our responsibility because we freely have the word of God. And if you freely choose not to pick it up, if you freely choose not to listen to it, if you freely choose not to, to study and meditate on it, to understand it, to, to, to relate to it, then who's at fault? It's only your, it, it, it's only us that would be at fault. And so we come to you this Monday to, to bring you scripture. And if you followed us on the previous weeks, you know that Jesus is walking with his disciples. He's healing. He's teaching. Last week, we talked about the rich young man uh, coming to him and, and, and placing his prized possessions 
over following Jesus. And we talked about that, how easily that we could fall into that. And so this week, the very next portion of scripture, Jesus is talking to his disciples. He's just after talking about possessions and, and finding your treasure in heaven and not on earth. And how hard it is for those who have so much that cling to so much materialism in this world. How hard it is to enter into heaven. That you need God to do it. Right after that, Jesus is, he predicts his own passion. He gives us insight into what's going on in his mind, especially after this talk of materialism, especially after this talk of riches. He's reminded himself, and then he provides that, that, um, that prediction, that prelude, that prologue to what he will go through. And so um, let's get right into the word. If, again, if you turn to the gospel of Mark chapter 10, we're going to start on verse 32. And verse 32 says that they were on their way up to Jerusalem and Jesus went ahead of them. They were amazed and those who followed him were afraid. Again, they were amazed at what he had just done and what he had, he had just been talking about. Taking the 12 aside again, he began to tell them what was going to happen to him. Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and to the scribes. And they will condemn him to death and hand him over to the Gentiles, who will mock him, spit on him, scourge him, and put him to death. But after three days... He will rise. Now, this is just a, a small portion of Scripture here today, but, but it gives us insight. This isn't something new. This isn't unplanned. God has a plan for everyone. He had a plan for His Son. And the plan for His Son was that He would enter into the world in a place of meager income in a poor area of the, the, the Jewish country and that he would live under these meager circumstances. He wouldn't claim riches. He wouldn't claim material items. He wouldn't, he wouldn't claim his earthly throne. He was even tempted with all things in the desert for 40 days but that he would live a life of humility and that he would choose his followers and he would offer himself to many in the nation so that they too could follow him. Now, their idea of who he was is, is never fully correct. It's never fully realized until after his passion and after his resurrection and after his ascension into heaven and the coming of the Holy Spirit. That's further down the line in Scripture. But Jesus in this passage, well, this passage tells us that they are all amazed by Jesus. And that's a common theme because his words and his actions, the deeds and the miracles he performs, the teaching that he gives, 
are amazing to listen to. They make total sense into the context of humanity. And they're amazed at his words. But he lets his disciples know, he lets us know that here I am, the son of man. He uses this phrase constantly because it's a, it's kind of an ambiguous phrase. He's not necessarily claiming divinity through the use of the title. Um, and he's not necessarily claiming his, his human dimension either. So it gives him some ambiguity as he's continuing his mission, as he's continuing his, his, uh, his journey. And so he says that the Son of Man is going to be handed over to the chief priests. So he's going to be handed over to those in his community, to those people who are the leaders, the local leaders of the faithful. And that those leaders are going to be corrupted enough to hand him over for doing nothing wrong. He's letting us know about what is capable, even within the circles of faith that we all might inhabit. Even in your congregation, even in your religious organization or organization, even in your community, that the leaders of it have a vested interest in maintaining their leadership. And if people put their vested interest in, in attaining and retaining their leadership roles, they may hand over innocent blood to destruction. And so he says that the Son of Man is going to be handed over to the chief priests and to the chief scribes. And that they, in turn will condemn him, condemn him to death. They're going to hand him over to the Gentiles. They're going to have someone else do their dirty work. And that the Gentiles are going to mock them, are going to spit on him, they're going to scourge him, and then they're going to put him to death. So when we look at the world turning against Christians today, when we look at the world becoming more hostile to Christian thought today, when we see people and, and people in positions of power and authority and influence that turn their sights, that turn their scopes on Christians today and Christian leaders today, people who believe in that God is the author of life today, that people who believe that God is the author of marriage today, that people believe that God created them male and female today, when we are under attack today by these people, let us not forget that Jesus knew exactly what was going to happen to him, and he knows exactly what's going to happen for us. And so he lets us know that even though he's going to be betrayed by people within his inner circle, he's going to be betrayed by the leaders in, his religious, in this religious community, even though he's going to be handed over to people who don't like him and they're going to make fun of him and they're going to beat him and they're going to scourge him and they're going to put him to death, death on a cross, because it's been foretold since the Old Testament. Even though all of these things are going to take place, he knows they're going to take place, yet he walks the walk anyway. Friends, let us walk the walk anyway. Let us stand up against the arrows anyway. Let us 
be the 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 butt of late night jokes anyway. Because even Jesus says, after all of this terrible thing, all these terrible things happening, after three days he will rise again. And if we have faith in the fact that Jesus was nailed to a cross as his destiny, and he rose after the third day as foretold as his destiny, that he came and visited and ate with those after his death, and they testified to these events, that he ascended into heaven, bursting the gates of heaven open, conquering death, as foretold in the Old Testament. If we have faith in these things, then we should have faith that he is looking out for us, that he is watching out for us, that he loves us, that there is nothing that is going to happen to us that he hasn't already planned for. All we have to do, friends, is walk the walk, stay true to the faith. All we have to do is give our lives over to Christ. All we have to do is read the word of God and listen to his commandments. In the Gospel of John, the night before Jesus' death, Jesus speaks a long time about what it means to be one of his, what it means to belong to him. And essentially the message is that those who believe in me will do as I've commanded. And if you do as he's commanded, then you are one of his. And then if you are one of his, then he will he will acknowledge you before his father in heaven but if you do not believe in him then you will not do what he's commanded you to do and if you do not do what he's commanded you to do then he's then you are not part of his and if you are not his then he will not acknowledge you before his father you're going to be off somewhere else it's not my words the gospel of john you can look like Chapters 18 and 19 for that, if you're interested. And I encourage you to, to go read it. Friends, Jesus was always destined for this. If you look back in the Old Testament, if you look back at the Psalms, if you look back at the prophets, many prophesied and had visions of just this, this suffering servant who took upon himself the curse of being nailed to a tree. That his hands would be pierced and his side would be pierced. And he fulfilled those prophecies. He fulfilled all that came before him. We have to have faith in these things. We have to have faith that what we believe is true and that Jesus is one part of the triune God, the one and only God, made of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, sent by God to show us how to live and how to worship and how to treat one another. And so let's follow His direction. Let's follow His commands, even if it leads to being mocked, being spit, being scourged, 
and even being put to death. Friends, if you, if you get value out of, out of this video, if you get value of what we're trying to do here, the revitalization of the Christian faith across our nation, we don't ask for donations. We ask for your participation. Participate by just subscribing to this YouTube channel, subscribing to this Rumble channel, subscribing to this podcast, wherever you're listening to it. Follow us on Instagram and, and Facebook and Twitter and Parler. Um, that's how you can contribute to the Christian American community. That's how you can contribute to, to this effort to revitalize the Christian faith across our land. You can also go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. You can pick yourself up some Christian American apparel, like the T-shirt that I got on right now, letting the world know that, hey, I'm a Jesus freak. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not apologetic. I am uh, uh, unabashed in my faith. I place my faith and my trust in my Lord and my Savior, and that's Jesus. And if if that means that I must be labeled, then label me. If it means that I must be spit on, then spit on me. If that means that I must be scourged, then scourge me. Because if this passage tells us anything, it tells us that no one is too important to escape God's plan. And so with that, ladies and gentlemen, um, I hope you have a blessed week this week we're going to come to you again on friday uh right here so be ready again once again subscribe to this youtube channel uh and this podcast wherever you're watching or listening to it and until friday you guys stay on fire for christ stay blessed good morning christian america